Join me right now on Kumite TV is UFC Bantamweight prospect Ryan McDonald. What's going on, Ryan? Same old, same old. You know, just finished the training session at Rice Combat Sports here in Tucson. So, uh, yeah, just leaving it up at the gym and uh, and getting it in with you. All right, man. Well, before we get into your uh, training, uh, let's talk about last weekend, UFC 241, KC Kenny. Yeah. Was you know Damn, how man. was that man watching him fight and putting on the performance against a guy that should be fighting at featherweight? He looked good, man, and he's you know he's fought at flyweight before. He was actually uh, you know struggling to keep the weight on for this camp, so he was you know he actually felt like a bantamweight this camp though. So I mean, yeah, he's fighting pretty much a guy who's two weight classes higher than him, and and he did you know everything he trains to do. He's he's phenomenal in the gym, you know, and I think he uh, he put that performance out there for sure. It must be nice to have him go out there and perform the way he did. Now you go into your fight with that momentum, you know, with him. Is he coming back to kind of help you before you go out to your uh, fight? Yeah, I, I believe so. I think he's all uh, got a little minor injuries. You know, we all get him in the fight. But, yeah, I think he'll be there to help. And, and there, if not, there's a lot of good guys there, you know, all the time. You know, Chris Carriasso, Jose Alde. You know, I, br I brought some guys from Nebraska down with me. So I have four guys of my own training partners that are here helping me too. So it's been great. Now, going back to that fight, you know, before that fight, Bermudez, he missed weight, you know, in his previous fight. Mm -hmm. And then everybody knows that he's a big bantamweight, you know. Before they weighed in, they changed the, the bout to a catchweight bout. And I thought that that was kind of shitty for them to do because Kenny, you know, if he makes weight and Bermudez does not make weight, he could still take that fight and get that extra cash. And I talked to Casey about that before the fight, you know, and he likes taking mm -hmm. that uh, extra check. Do you think that's kind of messed up that they changed it to a catchweight fight and it kind of allowed him to, you know, make the weight? I think that's California's rules as far as I know. I know that you have to come in on fight week uh, under a certain limit uh, or they bump your bout up or, you know, move it up like that. But again, they give him the option uh you know what they want to do so i think they got something squared away uh i'm sure they did you know casey's a smart guy um he's not gonna let that go and said you know what i mean and that's just too much weight to just let go without money i mean you know at the end of the day we're prize fighters and and that can be a big paycheck if you miss weight so i mean you know why wouldn't you get it and and so i mean again if he didn't get the money then yeah it's unfortunate but it's just going to propel him quicker, you know what I mean? Because he beat a, a four, undefeated guy, 14-0, uh, who should be a featherweight, you know, and all finishes, I think, as far as Bermuda is. So, I mean, you know, that just makes him look all the more better. Now, as a guy that's starting out in his UFC career, it seems like a lot of guys coming into the, to the promotion – are getting busted by USADA after their first fight. You know, what are your thoughts? You know, when you see that in the news, guys coming in, you know, get, winning or losing, or sometimes even before they make their debut, get flagged by USADA. I just think it's, uh, you know, honestly, I don't think a lot of them know better. There's just so many tainted supplements and so many shady companies out there. And, and in this game, everybody's trying to find an edge. So like they're, they're trying all kinds of supplements and shoot, you know, all my buddies have been huge 
you know, supplement takers. And I was never one of those guys because I'm not much of a lifter anyway. You know, I like don't do much, um, heavy lifting for camps and stuff. So like I never needed the, the protein shakes or I never wanted to put on weight. I was comfortable where I was at. So, I mean, for me, it's not a big concern because, you know, I've never taken supplements, you know, since I was a kid, you know, so I, I, I tried Advocare once and, and took a couple of products for like a week and it just got too much. Like I had to set alarms for when to take my stuff and it just, for me, it was just a headache. So I was like, I'm good. Uh, let's go back, you know, to your UFC debut versus uh, Chris Gutierrez. You know, you went to the judges. It didn't go your way. You know, take me back to that night and uh, give me your assessment of the fight. You know, it was, it was kind of... It was one of those things, opportunities you can't really pass up on. You know, um, I was dealing with some back issues and, and I had just turned down a couple fights um, for LFA, you know, a couple in a row. And uh, and then my back got to the point where I was training consistently again. And then I got the call for that. And I was just like, I think we're going to, you know, we're going to do it. Obviously, it's five weeks away, which was a little bit of a headache, but for me, I was like, you know, you kind of got to jump at this opportunity. And, and, and so I did. And, and then at that point in time, I didn't have a lot of money. So, uh, getting the sponsorships together, which isn't really a problem. I have a good support group, you know, that was just overwhelming with the little amount of time I had, you know what I mean? So like I had to like put it all together in, in short time. And then I really only got out here to Tucson for, I think it was like a week i was down here for training and and uh it was the first time i've been down here so i was settling into you know new gym with new guys and new training partners new coaches and and it was just all kind of uh taking in too much all at once so i mean no excuses i mean i went out there and i i showed a lot of heart i you know i fought my ass off but it's just one of those things when you do when you sacrifice so much like a hundred percent of the time and and you're just trying to you know crunch oh you're God. in crunch time essentially you know it's it's just stressful and when you go into a fight with a lot of stress it can just you know throw you out of your game and i didn't feel like i flowed i i felt i was really embarrassed of the performance i put in because like it looked nothing like i've looked before you know it was probably my worst performance to date but it was at the highest level so it was it was pretty embarrassing for me so i'm making sure that doesn't happen again you said you had some back issues you know did you take care of that after this fight yeah it was just you know the physical therapy and and staying up on it you know like i've been using like cbd lotions and stuff when it gets sore and tight and you know got one of those tim tam power massagers been getting massages weekly um you know just doing all the things that you know i have to invest in myself now you know my body is what i'm putting on the line and it's my job essentially so i have to you know keep it main you know maintained and and everything you know running smoothly so i i've been feeling pretty well this camp so it's been good in that fight you had a pretty nasty cut on your hairline it was bleeding everywhere you know that was like a lot of people were like dang that guy's bleeding all over the place you know through the fight uh how long before you got back into training how long did it take you to heal uh that cut um honestly i jumped right back in the next week as far as sparring i just uh, i had a couple guys getting ready for fights so i put on really heavy headgear 
um, and just, you know, warned them, you know, don't hit up there, you know, don't hit up on the forehead, which isn't really a spot you want to hit anyways, you know what I mean? Cause you can hurt your hand. So yeah, it was just one of those things Just uh, when you have a small tight knit team, you can get away with stuff like that. You know, guys can take care of each other a lot, a lot more, and it's not all about winning, you know? So and that's as far as me i like those kind of atmospheres anyways so you know it was just a lot of uh like i jumped right back into training pretty much right after i had a i had a little shin injury from the fight um but it was just messing with my movement more or less and i just had to you know get that checked up on and get that going well and and everything's fine now so well that's good man because now you're heading up north to vancouver to face luis smoka he is a veteran. He has some name recognition there. It's almost like you kind of got getting a second chance with this big name, you know. And uh, you know, what are your thoughts on Smoka? Um, yeah, like you said, you know, he's he's got that big name, and and he's he's another one of those guys that he's been around forever. But you know, he's like my age. He's like twenty seven or something. So I mean, you know, it's 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 really cool because I've watched him for a long time. You know. Um, and, you know, I, I know a lot of guys who have fought him. Uh, Chris Cariasso, who's coaching me a lot here, uh, he fought him, you know, back in the day. So, so you know, we've got a lot of good insight on him. Um, there's plenty of video, you know, there's plenty of film out there. So, so that's not an issue. With Gutierrez, he only had one fight in the UFC, so there wasn't a lot to look at. Um, but, yeah, it, it's it's been nice to have, you know, kind of a big name and a – I think he's ranked higher than my last opponent. So, you know, that's that's better for me, you know. And, and yeah, like you said, it's it's a full camp. I've been training for 10 weeks. You know, I've known about this fight for 10 weeks. So, you know, it's not – it's literally double the camp I had for my last one. So, it's been awesome. Is this your second camp in Arizona? Yeah, yep, yep. So, you said last time you were kind of like a rush through the camp. Now, this time you're there. Mm -hmm. You brought four guys with you. And now yep. you've got all these guys that you're rotating and having rounds with. How is it now you can kind of adjust yourself with time? Oh, man, it's it's like uh, the difference between having something brand new and having something used. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it, it's just, you know, that's simple. It's 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 awesome. You know, you have you don't have to have to worry about crunching all your sparring into literally one week. I had to like literally spar hard every single day and, and not work much technique with the coaches other than, you know, little tits and tats to add to my game. You know, there's not much you can add in five weeks. So, you know, it's, it's been huge and, and we learned a lot from the last fight. You know, you always learn a lot from a loss. So it's, it's been awesome. Yeah. It's, it's way different. What makes Arizona the best fit for you? Um, you know, we have our, our jiu-jitsu coach out here. His name is Jerome Gage. He was in my corner. Um, and he affiliates through our gym, uh, which is my gym I run back in North Platte, Nebraska. So he, he does our jiu-jitsu in, in North Platte. And he's from the area. So he's from here in Tucson. And he flies back and, and does some of our jiu-jitsu down there. So having him, you know, full-time, like, I get to train with them daily here, you know, and, and I get to train with, you know, really good dudes. And, and we, on the way up, you know, we hit like Jackson Wink. We hit a bunch of different, uh, fight ready, you know, different spots like that just to, 
just to get different looks and uh, different coaches and and we're just you know taking in the whole experience and probably going to finish out the camp with hitting the PEI on the end of it so it's been awesome is that going to be the first visit to the PI? Uh, my second one, actually. Yeah. I uh, I went for the when I was supposed to be on the Contender Series. And, yeah, that place is off the chain, man, for real. It's awesome. What do you like about it so much? It's just I feel like every gym I've ever been to, it's got, like, bits and pieces of every gym. And then all the recovery, um, you got – the cafeteria there you know all everybody's super nice and and you know like when i went down there the first time it was uh there was a guy from louisiana who cooked us up a meal and and everybody was super cool and and yeah it was just like little things like that you're you're pretty much catered being a ufc athlete you know what i mean they they just get everything they can for you now they got a trifecta you know doing the meal plans and and all that so you're just taken care of you know after running the table, you know, outside the promotion, you make your debut, you suffer your first loss. Have you added anything new? You're like, hey, I need to add this to my regimen and it's going to make me a better fighter. Um, yes and no. I'm doing more gi, um, more gi jiu-jitsu. I mean, I've always done gi jiu-jitsu, but where I'm from, we only have it one day a week because it's not as big in Nebraska. Uh, but, you know, like they say, you know, the gi is it's you just get to focus in on littler things and and it, it's just such a slower game so you have to focus on more technique and and okay. slow it down and yeah it's just been a lot of fun there's a lot of high level grapplers out here so you know you get beat up and learn a lot of stuff talking about slowing down the game you know in the last event ufc 241 there was a bantamweight fight where uh one of the bantamweights kang right he went and took down his opponent and he was in side control and the referee stood him up it kind of goes against what you're practicing right it's like of course when you get to the ground it doesn't you can't get to the position you know like instantly you have to take your time right so what did you right. think about okay. you know standing up the fight you know especially in side control yeah that's silly man um you know i've had i've watched fights um there was a fight in specific that was in omaha and uh, I think it was Cassius Kane against uh, Maki Pitolo, I think, I want to say. But uh, Maki was in a full mount, and uh, I may be wrong on this, but it, uh, he was in a full mount, and, and people were just screaming, you know, booing, you know, obviously because he's a hometown guy, and, and they were booing. And, and the referee literally sat there, which he's my favorite referee from Nebraska, and he was just sitting there and ignoring it. Yeah, he's like, this is a full amount. I'm not taking this position. You know, he, he worked hard to get it. And, you know, five minutes isn't a lot of isn't a lot of time to get to mount. And for for people to think that you can just get to mount in five seconds, yeah, it happens, but very seldom. You know what I mean? And yeah. so yeah, it's it's kind of frustrating. But then you go to other places that are more knowledgeable of MMA and jiu-jitsu and, and, you know, like Brazil and they're clapping when stuff like that happens, you know, and, and it's a completely different feel, but then you go to some, somewhere bigger or like in America and they're just, they just want to see knockouts and they're booing. So it's just one of those things you have to get used to, I guess. As a up and comer, you know, the Bantamweight division, it seems like it's at a standstill at the top. You got Triple C. He's running around chasing after Valentina Shevchenko. You know, who do you think should fight for the uh, the interim title? You know, it seems like the interim title is going to come. 
Um, man, I can't even think who's at the top now. What's the rankings? Do you know offhand? You got uh, uh, Alderman Sterling, Peter Yan. You know, uh, oh, I'd like to see. Honestly, I'd like to see uh, Corey Sandhagen against uh, Peter Yan. I mean, I don't know if they're ready for a title yet because you know they haven't really got that that win that those performances that people are like really high on them about or beat like a a really big name to you know get them the big name. But those two, I think that would be a a hell of a fight for sure. Yeah, definitely. That is a high paced fight. Those both those guys fight at a high rate, which would be exciting to watch. What do you think mm-hmm. of Triple C running around chasing after uh, Shevchenko? I understand what he's doing, man. It's it's funny. I I just met him at Fight Ready, you know, the other day, and and he was a cool dude, man. He had a lot of a lot of good tips and tricks, you know. He wasn't you know worried about adding to anybody's game, which is really cool, you know. Um, but you know, I understand what he's doing. It, it's funny to me. It's funny to other people. It's like you know king of cringe you know he's cringy but you know it it cracks me up and and i understand what he's doing so it is, yeah, I think it is. It's good for the sport you know make he's he become he has become a character in the sport and you can't deny his credentials man he's a champion in two divisions and he won an olympic gold medal how can you fight that you can't <laughs> you can't <laughs> yeah you can't say anything uh right. one more thing before i let you go man uh do you consider yourself a fighter or a martial artist? Consider myself a martial artist. You know, there's a lot of guys that when they're not in camp or they're not, you know, they don't have a fight in mind, they're not in the gym. You know, and those and those those guys in my eyes are are the guys that are just, you know, fighters and they just love to compete and and there's a difference. You know, there's a lot of guys that transition over from, you know, wrestling or maybe they're coming from boxing and they just love the the competition feel but for me like i'm i'm learning whatever i can add to my game like we have you know traditional martial artists right next door to our gym and and if they wanted to come over and and teach something in a day at my school like more parts to them like we could probably add you know one of their things to to a jujitsu feel or to an mma you know context so i i always love watching like traditional stuff but you got to make it work in your sparring game. So, I mean, for me, I'm a martial artist at heart. I love watching, you know, old school martial arts movies and, and all that good stuff. So I'm a, definitely a martial artist. I'm in the gym all year round. All right, man. September 14th, UFC on ESPN plus 16, Vancouver, Canada. Thank you, Ryan, for the time and uh, good luck on your fight and your future, man. Appreciate it. Thank you, man.